beaming into our mind like a ray of cosmic revelation smashing through the mainstream like a comedy prophecy lords and ladies welcome to my show every now and then someone gets a lucky hit with radionics you know a wishing machine or a psionic instrument and then suddenly it stops working cosmic horrors what is the meaning of this you shout well there's no need to shout i'm going to tell you all about this in tonight's program so without further ado let us begin since as far back as ancient times in the Orient and the Middle East. There have been artifacts which suggest the use of sympathetic magic or a belief in influencing external events, remote influence, affairs of the world by means of simple instruments. A device once existed in the Orient for altering one's own astrological forecast. Yeah, talk about being able to fine-tune your luck. And in Africa, the concept of a radionic rubbing plate was already common knowledge to our ancient shaman. Where we are at today is simply an alternate interface for these mystical and esoteric arts of time renown. When we tune our radionics or wishing machines, we are indeed taking on the role of the African shaman or the oriental wizard of old. The only real difference now is how the culture and the technology has transformed since those ancient times. So one of the big questions that both practitioners and would-be students of psionics have in common is that of the most elusive stick and the problem of taking accurate rates across various dowsing machines or Mind machines, as these are as these are sometimes referred to. I'm going to explain what I've discovered over the past nearly 40 years of working with psionics and get you all started on the right foot. Now, for those of you here who may not be familiar with my background and expertise, my story is quite extensive, but in short, I am the very first student of the godfather of psionics, and his name is Charles W. Casimano, or more affectionately known as Uncle Chucky to his students and fans. Psionics is mind and machine interfaces to accomplish magical ends. Simple enough, right? Well, psionics can become very complicated. So it is important to get a good instructor as soon as possible to make sure you're all learning what you need to from the get-go. 
I'll attempt to clarify what this means for a majority of people here whom I've never met before and who might be listening to my show tonight. Essentially, radionics, while having its origin in ancient Africa and the Middle East and China, came to the modern Western world through the discovery of distant sensing experiments by French researchers. The original name for radionics was called radiesthesia. Now, as my mentor used to say, radiesthesia sounds like a very bad medical condition of some kind, right? And, yeah, and the later adaptations of the terminology, including uh, psychotronics, just seems too complex. And it's quite a mouthful, right? While the word radionics is simply a term referring to the specific machines used for psychic and magic operations. Believing in interview, uh, in our film, we were in a film together, Joshua Warren, uh, Charles Casamano, and myself, and Dr. Mulder. It was called Wishmasters. And uh, in that film, Charles Casamano was asked the question, uh, by Joshua Warren, what's the difference between psionics, radionics, and psychotronics? To which my mentor replied, the number of letters. <laughs> it's essentially, that's true. Now, the word psionics covers the whole field of work and research, so we just say psionics. Plus, we have the added benefit of what was made popular in science fiction by E.E. E. Doc Smith and Philip K. Dick and maybe Mr. Campbell. Uh, these were the classic writers of space opera, fantasy, and science fiction whom included the use of the term psionic in their marvels of good novels and epic stories, which we have enjoyed. Today, what psionics means for an earnest student of magic is commitment to learning dowsing and accomplishing some degree of focused concentration. We aim to master the tiny brain in the back of the head to make it obey the will of the frontal lobe of the brain, so to speak, and to bring together into a cooperative force with the entire human subtle energy anatomy also known as the aura and the etheric energy field, the latter of which being where the true mind, the real mind of an individual, is resident, and not inside of the head cavity of the fleshy body. Well, our ancients already knew this, and many indigenous people around the world have a strong awareness of the so-called sixth sense, as we refer to the various phenomena associated with the paranormal and psychic perceptions, both humans and animals seem to share quite naturally. Modern society, however, has programmed us away from our sense of instinct and intuition. Thus, for our modern magician and psychic, the task at hand is to familiarize ourselves 
with the powers of the primitive. Hail Primordius! Yes, well, so for those of you already aware of radionics, I'll delve into what helps to make things work. And I'm going to give you a free tip of instructions you can use to make changes in your abilities tonight. Assuming you have some of these objects on hand, and if you don't, you can easily acquire these and be started in no time. All right, so perhaps you already have a radionic box or a wishing machine, and you've had some beginner's luck. But most of the time, to no results, or rather no results manifest, or things just don't quite work out the way you'd intended. Well, there is a whole lot of consideration which does go into the way individuals ordinarily think. And then the psionics training that I offer in my club and uh, the materials in my club at verloc.club. But let us consider where many people have difficulty after accomplishing this all elusive stick feeling. I'm going to tell you what that is in a minute with the rubbing plate on a radionic box. Now, for those of you entirely new, the stick effect is simply when the thumb of the operator seems to meld into the plastic or acrylic rubbing plate of a radionic box. Ordinarily, an operator will rub the stick pad or rubbing plate, as it is called, while turning some dials on the face of his or her machine. Now, when the operator's thumb sort of just sticks down on the plate or rubbing pad, then the operator stops turning the dial. And this is repeated in sequence until all of the dials have been set on the face of that machine. And what we have is a value, a numeric value, captured in that uh, calibrated numerical form by virtue of the dials on that machine. Sometimes this stick feeling is like an electric zap, and it may at times be accompanied by a popping sound. Now, I've experienced both of these myself, and I know from experience that no stick sensation is ever quite exactly the same all the time. Some rates are far more, you know, sometimes the stick that I get while taking rates can be more profound uh, than other operating sessions. And the reasons of which only the gods know. What is important to you is to learn how to douse from the get-go. To accomplish this, we can work with a standard analog radio and practice tuning through various radio stations. And for a couple of reasons. Uh, one is an analog radio is easier and cheaper to acquire than a radionic box. My mentor wrote an entire book on this subject and, uh, well, an entire book that had sections on this subject, and that book is called Psionic Magic. I definitely recommend you read it. But if you'd like to try my simple method, 
that I have devised myself, you may watch my video in the Psionics Club at verloc.club when you become a member and a student of mine. In any event, the procedure for training oneself up to the level of intermediate psionicist is, at is as follows. And we all want to be at this intermediate level. And, and we can get there pretty relatively quickly. Allow me to explain. All right, so first, acquire an analog radio. Some shielded copper wire. And by the way, an analog radio, which also has an audio output jack, something that you can plug your headphones into. Okay, and then some shielded copper wire, uh, maybe six, a six-foot roll of shielded copper wire, a handful of alligator clips, uh, some ordinary kitchen foil, earphones with the little earbuds on them, some wire cutters, and a pair of scissors. Now, you'll also need some small blank pieces of paper and a standard writing pen or marker, and then an envelope to store your notes inside of. How about also including a small plastic coffee can lid that will serve as your rubbing plate, or what is called the stick pad. So you see, it's really not that expensive at all to acquire some simple items to begin doing radionics. And these, these items do work. It's more, you know, I not to go off on a tangent here, but it's more so your skill than anything else than the actual machines. But I digress. All right, so you cut a length of copper-shielded wire to about, I'd say about three or four feet. If you're sitting at a desk, that's all you need. Uh, save the rest of the uncut wire roll someplace for future operations, such as, uh, I don't know, working with cyanic helmets and headbands, etc., which you may need more wire for those things as you move forward learning new methods and building new instruments. For now, you only need the one length of shielded wire for the arrangement to work as a training station. Now fasten the alligator clips to the ends of the copper shielded wire. Now in order to do this, if you've never done this before, you need to strip off a little bit of the end of the shielding on both ends of that copper wire. And then stick that, slide that wire into the alligator clip. And if you have a pair of pliers, you can close the back end of that alligator clip so that it stays snug against the wire and the wire won't slip out. Then you clip one end of that wire, the alligator clip, to the antenna of your analog radio. Now grab your foil and cut a square of aluminum kitchen foil, perhaps about two inches squared. That should be enough. And clip the other end of the copper wire with the alligator clip to that foil square. So you'll have a wire running from the antenna of your analog radio to a small uh, two-inch squared cut, cut foil. And that's basically going to be like your witness plate. Now take your headphones and cut the earbuds off. Just cut those off with a pair of scissors. 
shave off a little bit of that wire at the ends and discard the earbuds. Fasten an alligator clip to the ends of those wires. Just put the wires together and stick that through into the back end of an alligator clip and close that alligator clip backside with a pair of pliers firmly so it doesn't slip off. And then plug the earphone plug into the audio output of the analog radio. Uh, this earphone wire will be used in future experiments with things like eloptic uh, peripherals and so on. So you'll need to keep these for prospective work ahead. And I might talk about that in some upcoming podcasts. Uh, for now, the audio arrangement serves to prevent any noise from emitting from the radio speaker. So the volume will sort of be muted for you so that you can meditate without, you know, hearing people talk. You know, it's really annoying if people's voices come out of the radio speaker while you're trying to do psionics. On a piece of paper, now I want you to write down the Fehu rune. Now you may find this rune online um, or reference the digital rune that I have provided in my podcast description on Podbean at vrock.podbean.com. Uh, so you may print this image out and place this image onto the foil square that is connected to the antenna of your analog radio. For those of you who already understand the runes, you can simply draw the rune by hand and place that on the foil, and it's uh, basically the same thing. Next, you're going to take a rate for this rune. What that means is you're going to find a numerical representation for this rune by tuning your radio. Now, as you slowly turn the tuner dial on your radio, very slowly at first, with your other hand, you will gently rub your plastic coffee can lid until you feel a different kind of sticking effect on your thumb than you ordinarily do. The sensation of this stick can be difficult to pin down and describe, but you will know it when it happens because it will be very subconscious, almost, you know, it will be almost automatic, the change in texture of the plastic under your thumb. Or it could come in the form of a twitch, which causes your thumb to press down firmly, suddenly, against the plastic lid. And um, that's basically an involuntary motor control. That's your subconscious mind telling you that you have landed at the right place while tuning the radio. Now, when you do arrive at this stick sensation, you will cease to turn the tuner dial on your radio. Next, I want you to observe the indicator the station that you're at and write down that station or the range you have landed on with your radio tuner dial. Write this down on a separate piece of paper along with the word Fehu, F-E-H-U, Fehu. Store this paper into your envelope and save it for your next practice session. This way you can just forget about the radio station, don't remember the number, put it away. And what you're going to do is take this rate again in a few days to see if you had, if, if you land on that same station or near that frequency. Um, 
and for those of you who are more into psionics, you can practice this every couple of hours or take a break and come back and see if you get closer to landing on that same station each time. As your practice makes you more proficient, you will find that you land closer and closer and closer to that radio channel or station each practice session. Eventually, your dowsing will become proficient and you may set the rate for Fehu or anything else with much more confidence. This rate, once you nailed it down proficiently, will never change, at least not for runes. Now, for people, it's different. The rate for people can change. So, if you achieve, let us say, the station 105.1 FM multiple times, then you can rest assured that this is likely the tuning for the Fehu rune, right? This number down on the back side of your Fehu rune printout and save it. Put it in your library of rates that you want to save for later. You now have the permanent frequency for the rune of projection into the future, the rune of fire, and this rune is also for making money. With this arrangement further augmented via headgear and eloptic peripherals, you may project your will into the future by way of this Fehu rune as a psychic carrier and magical key card for manifesting events in the future, such as altering lottery numbers, uh, future scientific discoveries, possibly politics, sports teams, and world affairs and events nature, uh, weather patterns, and so on. Or even the things closest to your personal endeavors, such as making new friends with similar interests, enchant a belly dancer, <laughs> procure your next beautiful man or woman, and climb your way up to becoming the next big real estate tycoon, or whatever your endeavors are. Psionics, psionics can do the background work for you. You know, it all begins with these simple steps in dowsing and radionics. So it's it's not really all that overwhelming. It just requires some commitment, sitting down and doing some practice, you know, without without having too much expectation in the beginning. And, and just do it. Let it go. Let it flow. Let go your conscious self, as Obi-Wan Kenobi said in, the, uh, in that one first Star Wars film, A New Hope, right? Uh, so that having been said and done, I'll tell you something else. My mentor and I are two of the few people, I don't know if we're really the few, but the few known people in the world who can work radionics without having to stroke the stick pad or reach out for our pendulum every time we want to set up a machine. Yes, we can just tune it by feeling. The talent of instantly detecting the representation on our machines does improve with your practice so long as one has the right training. I certainly had the best and hope to offer you my training as well. Now for beginners to the art of psionics, uh, please read. Keep the magic high. Download this ebook for only $4.99. Go to verloc.com slash shop and get your journey started 
instantly. You'll learn about the magic lifestyle, how to navigate the terminology of the trade, and even a template for building your private lab at home. Keep the magic high. Your ebook for $4.99. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this concludes tonight's show. My lords and ladies, thank you for joining me tonight on Planet for a Lock. And I do wish you all the very best in your endeavors. And if you do want that training, go to verlock.club and sign up. Until next time, as always, always keep the magic high. This is Air Doctor Von Vrilock, signing out. <laughs> <laughs>